This is Flo, my friend. I'm Jesus Sierra Crespo, and today my guest is Mr. Florian Unkel, who yes. is a German entrepreneur who has founded different companies in Spain and in Germany. He is currently the CEO of Future UG, which is a company that organizes events for businesses and private clients. We'll talk about that later in a second. If that didn't keep him busy enough, he teaches European economics at the Menendez Pelayo International University, which is a public institution that um, had campuses in eight cities across Spain. Correct. Welcome to Flo, my friend, Florian. Thank you very much. Florian, you are based in Spain, where you teach, but the company to which you devote the bulk of your energy and time is in Germany. How do you manage to lead two successful career paths simultaneously? How do you do that? Well, it's, uh, organization, obviously, <laughs> is the yeah. key. Uh, I think organization and, and new technologies. technologies. Uh, honestly, I've been doing that since uh, 2004. Yeah. yeah. It was just a coincidence when I came here to Spain. I also started the Future UG. Yeah. So it's always been like that. Uh, yeah. And uh, it has become more efficient over the years yes. because of advancements in technology. And, yeah. and you have to organize, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Delegation also, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, very important. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some nuts and bolts of your company out mm. of the way. W what is it exactly that you do Okay. Uh, Future UG? The, well, the Future uh, stands for Florian and in German is UND, you, und, Tobias, okay. Uncle, real events. All right. Okay? Honestly, the real events was just to, to make the word future sounds nice. Yeah? <laughs> and okay. uh, you can say real like something, you know, with a touch to it. Yeah. Okay. So, and our main products are, uh, on the one hand, it's called Abi Battle, which would be like a high school competition. Okay. Abitur in German is like A-levels, uh, right. in Spanish, bachillerato. Yeah. And it's... You can imagine schools competing in a, in a party style. So they, right. well, they sell their tickets, they go yeah. to have a party, and uh, we organize everything, students get money, and, and us too. That's good. Yes, yeah, so we've been doing that for eight years now. Eight years. And then uh, the second main pillar of the company is in German, Alte Schlossfabrik, which would be okay. something like the old lock factory. It's an old industrial building, All right. which now is a, um, a performance venue. All right. And there, as you correctly mentioned, we organize business yeah. events, weddings, also our own parties. Uh, event organization in general. All right. Mm -hmm. And business is going well? Yes, it's going yes. well. I'm, yeah, happy right. to say that finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Uh, tell me about the tell me about the time when you first started out. How what are the what are the um what are the steps that you took from college graduation to starting your first mm -hmm. company? Well, actually I started my my first company when I was still at university okay. in the Netherlands that was All called right. European Students Book so it was like a book sale, well, smaller right. thing and uh, yeah. I think mm, the thing that drove me towards an entrepreneurship was um, when I was starting to when when I was starting at the university studying okay. economics there was I wanted to do something I wanted to put it into practice uh, okay and I have a feeling it's like either you're born with that or not it's like I yeah. know your hair color or something yeah people some people are more comfortable in an, like uh, I know stable employment okay. and others they look for something and yeah. I was the second type so I was, I was always looking for opportunities for opportunities so yeah it just started there yeah. all right you know it's funny because today it seems like like Everyone is trying to hit the big markets, you know? We hear these stories about disrupting business models, like like incumbent business models, like the taxi industry with Uber or Airbnb with hotels or blah, blah, car transportation. But we forget that there are, there are um, huge possibilities to do well, finding a micro niche, 
and providing good service. It's sometimes exactly. it's, it's so simple. But what's your take on the what's your take on the obsession that so many young entrepreneurs seem to have? You know, like about hitting the the, the jackpot. It's like for them, it's almost like like a home run or nothing. Exactly. You know? yeah. What's your take on this? Uh, I think it's for me personally. It's yeah. I think it's a very negative development. Yeah. Right? Because what you just explained for me, entrepreneurship is about finding a niche, and the the, the idea is to obviously earn money, yeah. but with the service you provide, the product you provide. But nowadays the goal is not that. The goal is to be is on growth, become yeah. as big as possible, as soon as possible, and sell. Like yeah. the first idea is not to to have a valid business model that that generates revenues or profits. Yeah. It's one day Google's going to come and buy my company or, yeah. or somebody. And yeah. actually many models, they're already, especially in Germany, they're already set up in a way that the final goal is, that. is, is the sale. Yeah. Which, there's two things about it. One is, yes, you can make quick money, yes, but there's like for one that succeeds, there are a thousand that fail. And from an, I don't know, from a political, economical point of view, yeah. uh, I think it's critical because mm. they, there is no substance behind it. Yeah, like the goal true. is growth, and sell. So yeah. I have a critical view on that. Yeah. So we have to take a look at the cementary to see how many exactly. <laughs> companies exactly. are there, right? Yeah, because those <laughs> are not on the news. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We don't see that. Yeah. What separates a good CEO from an excellent CEO? Um, I think it's passion and the ability to delegate. Yeah. Because that, that may not sound like a contradiction, but when you're passionate about something, and, and entrepreneurs have to be, yeah. in the end, you um, you... Some people tend to to go to towards a point where they always want to do everything themselves. Yeah, my brother's a little bit like that. That's a classic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's because yeah, they. I mean, Self, most yeah. self sufficiency and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Most of the time, probably the entrepreneur himself will do it better. The question is, if you can delegate it, what can you do in that time? Yeah, uh, and so I think it's it's that passion and the ability to delegate to 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 let loose and maybe oh. say, okay, whoever does that job. Maybe it's only 80% and mine would have been 100, Whatever. but then 80 has to be enough. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. You teach European economics. Correct. You have founded companies in Spain, in Germany. Mm -hmm. You went to school in the Netherlands. So you have a deep understanding of the business intricacies in Europe. Mm -hmm. What's the most obvious reason that entrepreneurship is weaker in continental Europe? than in the UK, mm. or the US for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I think culture, culture. Uh, and the rules and legislations, but the rules and legislations in continental Europe obviously are a result of that culture. Yeah. Uh, people people in continental Europe, especially Germany and also the Netherlands, they are a lot more risk averse than Americans or, or, or British people are. Yeah. And, and that is deeply rooted in the culture. So uh, for, you, for you, it's cultural? Yes, it's more, well, it's cultural. And then obviously the whole, um, I know uh, the whole market situation or the, the surroundings in order yeah. to be in entrepreneurship are a lot more favorable in the US. Yeah. There is, I don't remember his name right now, but there's a millionaire who has funded, a, like it's not a university, yeah. he's paying people off to quit their studies yeah. in order to found their own companies. Wow. It's like this classic example, Steve Jobs yeah, and, yeah, and, and Bill Gates, they never got... dropouts, yeah, 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 exactly, you know, yeah, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg and yeah, all these people. Exactly. Yeah. And, and again, look at the cemetery. You know? yeah. Like you, you, <laughs> These people are on the news, but those who are, I don't know, yeah. nowhere now... Those so who are left on the way... Don't, <laughs> exactly, yeah. don't, don't so I think that's, that's the, the major difference. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's no secret that one of the greatest European challenges for the coming decades, it's going to be the demographic bomb or yes. the, demographic, the demographic cliff, as mm. some people call it. 
European population is aging very rapidly, and problems will arise, especially with the financing of the welfare system. And this is a problem across the board, but especially in, in countries like Italy and Germany. How do you think the European um, powerhouse will be affected, the European economic mm. powerhouse will be affected by this decline in the, in the working population? Unfortunately, I have to say very negatively. Uh, yeah. It's also called the inverse pyramid. Like we will have a situation where we have lots of old people yeah. and actually too few young people to sustain them. That's the idea of the system. Yeah. And um, I think it, it has to fail by definition. That's why I'm always, um, for example, in Germany as an entrepreneur, you don't necessarily have to um, have a, a pension plan with the government. So, for example, I don't. Okay. And people always see Germany as a strong economic power, mm -hmm. and, but I think they will have the same. Nobody will be able to pay that. Uh, like that, I mean, our children, for how many people are they supposed to work? Uh, yeah. So um, that's the thing. There is a solution, in my opinion. Yeah. And What's the course of action? Uh, in my opinion, yeah. uh, immigration. immigration. Like, well, integration of immigrants. We already have immigrants. I mean, it's a big topic. Yeah. Yeah. And many people don't like it, but it's, um, it's a threat, no doubt. I mean, we mm. all read the news, but it can be turned into an opportunity. Okay. Because these people, they're young. Yeah, uh, and they, they have a higher natality than, 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 than our people do. Mm -hmm. And if we succeed in integrating, if we give them the education, okay. if they're integrated, then we can inverse this yeah. inverse pyramid. There is a solution. Mm -hmm. It's a possible solution. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where do you see um, potential for growth in Europe? Is there, is there any particular industry that you like? Mm -hmm. Well, um quite busy with the company so I'm not screening the market constantly yeah, but, but no, I'm, but I'm sure you, you yeah, look yeah, around yeah. Yeah. I am, I am. <laughs> and uh, I, I would say um, renewable energies I mean that sounds like yeah of course everybody's yeah. going to say that but specifically um, storing energy because when, okay. you, when you have a look at it it's like um, renewable energies there are already very efficient wind energy solar energy etc okay. the, the problem is really storing the energy for example wind like you, mm. you can produce tons of kilowatts but the problem is then you need to spend them at that very time Okay. The biggest problem is saving the energy, which okay. is why you have these, um, for example, um, a combination of hydro and wind power. Yep. So they, they pump up the water and when there's wind, and then they let it through to generate the energy when they need it. Something like that. But if they had like a, a super battery, yep. uh, that would be okay. that would be something I'd definitely invest in. <laughs> yeah. So you like that industry, huh? Yes. yes. Renewables. Yeah. What piece of advice would you give to this young entrepreneur, mm. or not so young, maybe, that wants to that wants to start a company in Europe, what what piece of advice would you give him? Easy, do the math. Do uh, the math? Like it's, it all starts with an Excel table. Uh, and it yeah. can be very simple. It, it's not that... I've seen so many people who have great ideas, but they never really... Yeah, it, it's, it's simple. Sit like down it, with it, a piece of paper exactly. or an Excel sheet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and you, can, you can do it. In, in the end, it never turns out like that. We all know that. But yeah. um, at least if, if that already fails theoretically, then you know yeah. probably you're on the wrong way. All right. Mm -hmm. And on that note, what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received, business or otherwise? Yeah, there is. Well, um, there is a, a, a saying. Uh, honestly, I don't remember who told me, but I okay. very much remember the sentence, which was. Uh, it goes like that: um, um, revenue. It's it's about revenue, profit, and cash. Uh? Revenue, so profit, yes, cash. Revenue is vanity. Mm -hmm. Profit is sanity. <laughs> and cash is reality. And yeah, you're cash laughing. in the bank. Show Ex me the money. Exactly. And that's <laughs> like you're laughing because you're also an entrepreneur. You know that. It's like yeah. uh, it's 
it really captures what happens. You assume he's like, yeah, we are like, I know we've, we have a revenue of one million, whatever. That doesn't really matter. Yeah. If your cost is sure. higher, nothing. And then, especially small companies nowadays in Spain, it happens. Like you're, you have a profit in the books, yeah. like sanity, but the cash is not there. Yeah. And then in the situation of today, go to bank, you don't get the loan, you have to close even though the company was theoretically profitable. This yeah. is why cash is the reality. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, me too. I like I like <laughs> Tell me about how you get things done. Mm -hmm. um, you're a very busy person. You run a company, you teach a class in a prestigious university, you travel constantly back and forth between Spain and Germany. Do you have habits or, or rituals that help you being more effective or productive? Yes. I, I do, and yeah. actually, uh, thanks to my brother. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's called, uh, we, we, uh, the abbreviation is DMT, Daily Management Tool. I mean, there are a trillion apps on the market, how to organize your tasks, etc. Yeah. And the, well, it's, it's like handmade. It's again in, in Excel. Huh? Yeah. And um, so the difference is um, every morning I, I note down all my tasks, okay. like class or company-wise, whatever, and then they are structured um, time-wise. So in every hour I can put at most six tasks, so okay. I structure it in the morning, and then I try during the day to work it off. Never works out because there are things <laughs> popping up. But it's also it's yeah. like a, a challenge to get as many things green as possible, and it sounds... I know profane, but it does really help. It really. does help. Like it's like to structure okay. in the morning, like these 10 minutes or 15 minutes you take to structure To organize. It. Yes. Get everything. And then try to push through really like, you know, the yeah. things that you plan, want to do them. That's And yeah. of course, uh, I mentioned new technologies beforehand, uh, Google, like Google Docs, Google Drive, I don't know, uh, uh, Skype, etc. Yeah. Uh, all these things, they, they help on a daily basis to manage everything. What is for you, Florian, success? Good question. Uh, I think success is to have a, a good work-life balance. A yeah. good work-life balance. Yeah. But the, and good as in the one that you choose for yourself. Huh? And when you hear the word successful, what person comes to mind? Succe yeah. When you <laughs> hear the word successful, people like, I know, Steve Jobs or... Yeah, but for you, Gates, yeah. who comes to mind? No, no, these people come ah, to yeah, mind. Okay. When I hear successful, yeah. I think about people that were successful in the field of economic, well, in the field of business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? However, my own definition is not like that. Okay. Yeah, that's strange because okay. I'm sure these people don't have the work-life balance they desire. Well, I'm not sure, but who knows? I guess, yeah. Yeah. But is there any historical figure that you admire, Florian? Um, there's none, honestly. None? No, no. I've, I've really um, thought about yep. it and there is nobody I would really say, okay, that's a role no. model. No, no nothing. No. Nobody. What purchase under 50 euros has had the biggest impact in your life in the last six months wow i mean something that not being very expensive has mm -hmm. given you lots of i don't know return, yeah, yeah. return on investment <laughs> yeah but, um i would have to say there is a um a parkometer app here it's like like the in spanish it's called hola you know yeah, when you yeah, when you sure, when you sure, like yeah, these, yeah. these things yeah, the and we all know the situation like you don't have either you don't have enough coins or or yep. it, whatever there's always a hassle and yeah. this application, you, you sign in, you pay with credit card, and it, it was 50 euros, exactly. That's yeah. good, perfect. And it has saved me money, literally, a lot of time, and, and fines, because yeah. we all know the situation. So, so that would be it, yeah. 50 euros, very well spent. Exactly, yeah. very high return on investment. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any conviction or belief that you have that surprises people when they find out, or shocks people yeah. when they find out? Well. Actually, I'm a, I'm a strange mix between very liberal ideas that okay. can be shocking for my conservative friends and on okay. the other hand, very conservative ideas for yeah, 
compared to these liberal yeah, opinions. Yeah. So, okay. uh, at, well, to exemplify it, uh, I think like my my take on immigration, I mentioned that before, is rather positive than negative, okay. and I'm relatively alone with that with yeah. uh, among my German friends. All right. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, for example, labor laws, I'm very strict on that. Like like severance pay, I will never understand why somebody has to to pay a severance pay when when the the worker received okay. a salary. And he worked. For me, that's okay. the deal. And nobody has to pay anybody anything when, when it's over. So these are like that, two yeah, opposing yeah. exactly okay. <laughs> ideas. Ways yeah. of thinking. If they made a piece of news about you, mm -hmm. what would it be? Wow. Well, I can I can choose. I'd say uh, probably the, the last true European because I'm I'm really the last fond true yeah. European. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> Maybe because I am. Um, um, I really like the idea of Europe. I mean, I've, I've taken a okay. bunch, a lot of it. I've seen, I was in Germany, studying the Netherlands, etc. Now I'm in Spain and yeah. I lived in Belgium. And it saddens me. And I also teach that in class to see that nowadays the European Union is reduced to like, it's always about, first it was about numbers, yep. like all about the, the Euro crisis. True. And now it's about immigration. And, and the, yeah. the big idea, like, and actually the, the biggest gift that, that gave us like peace in Europe, it's like, a war between France and Spain is something like it's like a joke. Nobody yeah. would imagine that. But it's it's, it's not thinkable now. But it's not that far away. Yeah. And it's like people now the the attitudes are changing. Like mm. the nationalists are, are gaining uh, winning elections in in, the, in many countries, etc. Yeah. Poland. Yeah. yeah. And it it really saddens me to see where it's going. And I think the biggest problem is a lack of leadership. Leadership yeah. in a way, somebody like Delors or Kohl, like people who really, yeah. they who sell the idea. Uh, not not that much about like explaining economics or, or numbers yeah. or whatever, but really like you know no bureaucrats but leaders. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Very nice. That yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what book have you gifted the most in your life, if any? Um, I'd say it's uh, it's called Why Nations Fail. It's Why? a relative. It's relatively yeah. Re yeah, it's relatively Re recent. Yeah. Okay. And it's by uh, yeah the the first author is uh, Turkish American and uh, I forgot his last name, but mm. well. If you Google it, you get it directly. Okay. And it's, well, it's about this, well, simple question. Yeah. yeah? And uh, because wh why are some nations prosperous and others aren't? And and the answers they're giving are very interesting. It's uh, one of the authors is from MIT and the other okay. is from Harvard. Yeah. And uh, it's, in my opinion, very well written, simply explained. Even if you don't yeah. have any background, you can understand that. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, it was really, yeah, the most interesting read so far. All right. Yeah. I'll put it in the note show so, so okay. people can check it out. Okay, perfect. What are you most grateful for? My parents. Your parents? Yeah. Wh why? Because uh, I wouldn't be sitting here if it weren't for them. I was a very um, rebellious juvenile and my parents were very strict on me. Okay. It was a constant fight and uh, I was <laughs> very angry at them at times. Yeah. My father was a teacher so he was home a lot and yeah. I envied those kids whose parents weren't at home. <laughs> uh, and. Um, and nowadays, like the older I, I get, uh, the more I appreciate what they did for me. Like, that's good. Uh, and so, um, yeah, that's, that's my answer. Good. And the very last question, Florian. This is um, this is the last question. If you could make a phone call to the twenty-year-old Florian and give this young person a piece of advice, or or you could tell him anything, what what would you tell him? Wow. Uh, First of all, I'd say go ahead. Like do go what ahead. you go ahead. Do what you're about to do. Okay. Yeah, because in the end, again, like the result is sitting here, and I think I'm I'm, I'm happy with myself. Yeah, okay. But probably uh, as advice, um, squander a little less money, please, <laughs> and and maybe party a little less and practice more sports. That that would That's be good. the advice. Yes. Good, good advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Florian, 
thank you for coming. It's been a great pleasure to have you on the podcast. Wish you the best and good luck in future projects. Thank you very much. See It you is. next time. Thank Take you. Take care. <laughs> Ciao. You too.